0: <laughs>
1: hello, hello and welcome to Die Hard on Podcast, episode fifty one. And Yeah Woo I have had a hell of a Here. week. Um today I, I I you know, I've been working all this mandatory overtime. The the state has actually not let me off work anymore, so I've been getting these fat overtime checks, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. Like I mean, I don't have a life, which sucks, but I do get money, so I spent it on um a bunch of like super mods for the scooter that I bought, right? <laughs> cool. And um, when me and Patrick were putting on the scooter mods, we broke the whole fucking scooter. It don't work no more.
0: Uh, I was gonna say, it's like, did you buy a sidecar? That was my, uh, that was my I, I should have bought a sidecar.
1: <laughs> and that would have been God freaking damn. rad. We could have like put the dogs or Patrick or like hot bitches in it. One of those things. Oh. Today, was it, today, let's and speaking of, we should talk about uh, the Thirty Six Chambers of Shaolin because it's an amazing movie. Speaking of hot bitches, hot, uh, Gordon Liu, that is some <laughs> shit. that is awesome. Um, I'm 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 really kind of sad, and and I have to admit this on the podcast is that Thirty Six Chambers and also um Five Deadly Venoms, right? Those two, yeah. those two movies are movies that I have always like said and pretended that I actually saw them. Like I'm like, yeah, of course, Thirty Six Chambers of Shaolin, it's a fucking great movie. Shaw Brothers, I love it, but I've never actually mm. seen it until this week.
0: Nice. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen this one either. I know that I remember there's like so many of them. I never just like dove into like find out which ones were the ones you should be watching or like where to start. Right. And apparently, this is the one. This is the one where you start. And then there's like. Two or three sequels, I think, and then all of Jet Li's movies are, like, you know, later on.
1: Yeah, you know, it's weird because this has a lot of uh, similarity to Tai Chi Master in that it was really big on, like, the spiritual teaching of Kung Fu. You know, like, I would say even more so than Tai Chi Master, which is hugely, like, oh, the freaking you know, you gotta learn the art Maybe all the Kung Fu movies are like that, I don't know.
0: Yeah, because this one was like this one was like taking uh, Shaolin, and then like uh, Tai Chi master was like taking Shaolin to Tai Chi.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is
0: all about like the, the Shaolin methods and stuff.
1: Yeah, and well, I really kind of just dug the fact that the dude was just like, "Hey, I sh- I want to show up," and everybody else is like, "No, I hate your guts. You can't be here." And the Abbott's like, "No, no, he's cool." <laughs>
0: I like how he's like. I want to learn the the ways of the Shaolin. All right, there's 35 chambers. All right, I'll stop. At, I'll start at the uh, top. I'll start at the <laughs>
1: But you know, and he's like, okay, great. Just jump on up there. They're gonna beat you down and freaking be jerks and everything. But you deserve it because you asked.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was, it's like it's like it's like basically one big training uh, movie. With like with like twenty minutes at the beginning and twenty minutes at the end of yeah, something else. There's
1: like some action, and then the rest of it is like this is the training of kung fu, um, for sure. <laughs> and also, it freaking really brings in uh, the like the evil government. And I really felt like this time I'm, again, like, again. <laughs> I'm like this is the evil government. This is definitely the evil Chinese government because he like it starts out with him being like that guy's a hero, and they're like oh shut up. And they're like, dude, you can get killed for saying something like that.
0: <laughs> Let us see. Uh, so here, I'm just looking over something real quick. Cool. Uh, I got a book. I was looking at this book right before you, right before we started chatting. Right. It doesn't have anything. It doesn't have anything about the, this movie per se. Actually, it just has a review. So. It talks about Shaw Brothers a lot and like how they came about, but it doesn't it doesn't really mention this well, movie until later. And, so. and
1: how did they come about? That's That sounds kind of interesting.
0: <laughs> well, there's about 20 pages on how they came about. Nice. <laughs> Maybe I'll read it and tell you next week because okay, it's yeah. been a while.
1: <laughs> it's been a while. Right.
0: It's, it's called Once Upon a Time in China. It's a really cool book. Nice. A Guide to Hong Kong, Taiwanese, and Mainland China Cinema. So it covers a big chunk of ground. Like
1: a really big spectrum of Chinese movies, because they are pretty diverse. Um,
0: yeah, it's. I mean, it starts in the 50s and 60s. I mean, and it actually starts at the dawn of Chinese film. So.
1: Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> it's okay. It covers a lot, but I'll have, to, I'll have to refresh my memory on the Shaw Brothers stuff, and then we'll talk next week maybe about it
1: okay. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I wasn't expecting to, yeah, do research.
1: Right, I know, that's that's a little bit um, far-fetched for our podcast. Like, we should just watch <laughs> movies. And, well, it's weird, though, because a lot of times the movies that we watch, I'll say, hey, let me look at some of this, you know. Um, yeah, 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 And, and I, I found that little interesting blurb about uh, Fong, Wei Feng Ping and how he didn't want to do the um, uh, Matrix movies at all. And it's weird that like they named that um, "Once Upon a Time in China," and I don't know if that's a. I mean, that's definitely a Jet Li movie, but I don't know if it was um, Ping that did the, the actual films.
0: No, that was that was. I mean, he might did I don't know. If he did the choreography even. Right. I think he might have.
1: Yeah, it's very much that style for sure.
0: But he didn't direct them. That was the, our man Soy Hark a Hark yeah. or however you want to say it.
1: Yeah, and the, now he did the, all those. The Shaw Brothers and the, those films in the 70s are, are definitely before you see the big um, kung fu hero as the supernatural guy. You know, like who can jump and kill 50 people with his head. Although, there was a great scene in Shaolin where he kills a bunch of people with his head.
0: Oh yeah, there's a there's a there's training where it's like yeah where like he like they're hitting like blocks of like concrete I think and like they're walking walking through these like swinging barrels of like fucking like rocks or whatever and like right and the guy, the one the, the one teacher is like yelling at everybody to stand up and headbutt them all
1: yeah and and not only that but he has this amazing scar on his forehead where you know he was <laughs> yeah, destroyed like a bazillion bricks with his head.
0: He's, like, the fucking Dusty Rhodes of, like, yeah, Shaolin absolutely. teaching. <laughs> He's got a big... he, was even, he was even, like, big, like, Dusty Rhodes.
1: No, no, but I looked at him, and I thought, man, if I just look at your forehead, it's going to bleed, you know? <laughs>
0: yes. Which makes me go, how long has even like? How you, are you just... I don't understand how like, you become a teacher, and, like, you still get those scars. Are you still, like, doing it, like, every day? Because nobody else has them, <laughs> like...
1: Yeah, well, he's that hardcore, and he was like, I'm not taking any bullshit from any of you guys, you're gonna keep hitting this shit with your head, and I believe, though, in the end, when he's fighting, he, like, is like, oh, I'm all disarmed, he's like, wait, I have my head, and he bashes the freaking bad guy in the, in the head, the, the government head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, he gives him some headbutts, for sure, and, uh. I mean, he does it in Tai Chi Master, too, which they talked about them doing, like, the headbutt style of yeah. the Shaolin headbutts or whatever, which is really cool.
1: Well, in, T- in Tai Chi Master, he actually bounced off, like, four people with his head, which <laughs> is kind of yeah. awesome. Um, but, again, the only time you really see those wire effects in uh, Shaolin, the 36th Chambers, is when he's running over the logs. And, you know, there's, like, no way it's actually humanly possible for an actor to do that. So they sort of just, like, bounce him off the logs.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, there's nothing the really supernatural. Like, the one time he goes to, the, like, when he first tries to join the, like, start learning the and he, like, goes to, like, the old wise master, and he gives him some weird, like, weird stare and, like, knocks him backwards with his... Yeah,
1: when he goes to the, he, when he arrogantly goes to the 35th chamber... And says something, the master's just like, "I will frickin' hadouken you," and he totally gives him a hadouken and knocks him back out the doors.
0: Yeah, yes. And I think even I don't think he does that even at the end, does he?
1: No. Uh uh No. So he hasn't even like. Uh, But you know, he's just a government man. That guy, he's got more people to go.
0: But yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's it's again like we always talk about. It's based on like a real guy,
1: right? <laughs> of, of course, of yeah. a, a, a folk legend.
0: What's his name? Santi, Santai, yeah. legendary Shaolin martial arts dis- disciple who trained under Monk Zishan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, his to... name
0: means three harmonies or three virtues. Wow.
1: You know, I really really am envious of the Chinese and the way they name themselves. I read a book about a gangster, and the gangster's name was Nine Dragons. And it's like, how fucking cool is that? You know, I got named Tim. That's like bullshit. (laughs) You know, I could be freaking Squatting Crane, Fist Fucking, and Virgin. And, like, that would be an awesome name. Like, I could write that on my DMV slips and shit. But no, I had to be named Tim.
0: My favorite is, like, his name is Sun and it means, like, three harmonies or three virtues, which sounds very, like, peaceful and, like, meditative and stuff. Right. And these movies, you know, he's in in these movies, the thirty-six, the the Shaolin movies. But over over here, when it first came out, it was called Master Killer. (laughs) And Shaolin Master Killer, like, that's not as, that's not well, as nice as you know, the chamber of Shaolin. He's, not, he's
1: <laughs> not very tranquil monk-like in that. Like, he gets exiled because he's like, we should teach Shaolin Kung Fu to the people so that they can defend yeah. themselves from this oppression. And they're like, no, that's not our deal. We're kicking you out. And he's like, okay. So he's like walking along in the village, and the bad guys come, and they're like, hey, we're government oppression. And the peasants are like, this sucks. And he's like, don't worry. I will kill all of these fucking dudes and I will bathe them in cheesy-looking fucking blood.
0: Yeah, because well, well, like, it starts out with them killing his father. So it's like...
1: Yeah, and he's
0: defenseless. <laughs> he's been holding on to this for like five years. He's been waiting to fucking do this.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, as, as good revenge movies are, you wait a long time <laughs> to yeah. kill somebody.
1: It takes, it takes a couple years. You got to let them get that false sense of security, and then you got to show up. And you gotta be like, "Hello, my name is Antiguo and Yes, <laughs> you yes. killed my father."
0: Well, it's like the whole time he's training, it's just like he's like, "I was like, oh, I'm becoming one with Shaolin and becoming better and peaceful." And it's like, as soon as he's out, he's like, "All right, where's this fucker? Yeah, where's this I'm guy? Killing, I'm, <laughs> I'm killing fucking him. killing this guy."
1: And I, I do love that about early '70s, and it's it's mostly Shaw Brothers, but not it's all Shaw. Like any kung fu movie. Prior to, like, 1989 or so, they have that, like, super ultra cheap pink blood. And you're just like, okay, I'll buy that it's blood. Oh, and, and it's another part where he's killing himself. He kills himself with the broad side of the sword. And I'm like, if you were really going to kill yourself, wouldn't you run yourself through with the freaking blade? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, this like, is the best part. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, "Oh yeah, fuck it, let's do this." And he starts stabbing himself with the broadside of the sword. I was like, "That's so painful, and it won't kill you. <laughs> it's going to take you like hours to actually kill yourself, but it's going to hurt like fuck the whole time you do it." <laughs> Maybe That's that amazing. was the point. <laughs> that must have been the, that had to be the point of it, you know. It's like they
0: they couldn't like there was some way they was like, "Well, I don't we don't, I don't know how we're going to show going all the way through his back, because I feel like that would be more more expensive. So let's just like, do it this way.
1: <laughs> we'll just do it sideways. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> it makes so much more of a point, you know? Because if he just ran <laughs> himself through, he'd be dead in like five or six minutes. But if he does it broadside, it's going to take him like 15, 20 minutes to die from <laughs> that. <laughs>
0: uh, did, you, did you say you were talking about... Five Deadly Venoms, have you have you still not seen I that one yet? I have
1: still not watched it. I have still not watched it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, my real life has been a total fucking dickhole. And instead of, freaking, <laughs> instead of freaking watching people kill each other in Five Deadly Venoms, I've got to watch freaking murderers fight each other over dumb shit like oodles of noodles. It's terrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, think, I think that might be one of the ones that like starts being a little more supernatural, I think.
1: Yeah, and it does definitely give the the freaking whole like once you master your chi energy that you're gonna be able to do superhuman shit.
0: But let me—I think I remember watching it like not too long ago again. And I think it's all—it's honestly like almost like a, a like a caper movie. Yeah, There's the five like Venom's like want to just like steal this money, <laughs> like oh. so. The, so the, they all like are planning to like separately to like grab this money.
1: Right, I I think it's
0: it's more like just like a weird like caper movie, like heist movie.
1: (laughs) And and I don't know because the only time I've really ever seen Five Deadly Venoms was whenever I was lying to either women or black people. It's terrible. (laughs)
0: That's the worst.
1: And well, and we were talking about this while we were watching it about how much the Shaw Brothers, because I was like talking about how they influenced, um, like modern action movies and American action movies and that, you know, you see a lot of their influence subtly and the guy I'm watching the movies with, who's a huge Shaw Brothers fan is he's like, no way, man. They influenced American culture because the Wu-Tang Clan came out and put a bunch of freaking songs out with their clips in it and it inspired a whole generations to be like freaking Kung Fu fans. And I was like, "I I guess I kind of see that.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you watch these movies, I don't know if you see their influence until, like, yeah, like now. Like, from The Matrix and stuff. Right. And well, yeah, I wish I, like, it's one of those things where it's like, I wish I had seen, like, more of this type of fighting in our action movies, too.
1: Yeah. Well, and, I mean, of course, you got Kill Bill, too, which, but, I mean, that's kind of an homage yeah. to this whole thing. And yeah. Again, the... I mean,
0: Gordon, Gordon, Gordon Liu is in it, is in Kill Bill. And in right. as. has two different characters, so, like...
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and... Whenever, I think Ewan Ping did
0: that as well, I think. Uh, I think he probably, did that
1: as well. Probably. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it talks about in um, the book written by one of the guys... I wrote a oh, biography, or like an autobiography, by the Riza or Bobby Digital about the Wu-Tang Clan, and he talks about it, how... Mm. How they were all really hardcore, freaking like old Shaw Brothers, old movies fans, and they got along with Quentin Tarantino mm-hmm. so well because he wasn't like faking it, mm-hmm. you know, like he wasn't a uh, poser yeah. about how his he loved kung fu movies.
0: Yeah, I mean, did did you see Viza's movie,
1: his kung uh, fu movie he made? Was it Ghost Dog?
0: No, it was a uh, The Man with the Iron Fists, like a no. like a legit. No. kung fu movie it's not very it's not very
1: good but... really <laughs> but i mean it's cool that at least he went out there and, and made a kung fu movie
0: I mean, starring himself too. Directed, written, <laughs>
1: starring oh, himself. Shit. I'm gonna have to see that. I'm gonna have to see that. I read his. I read his uh, autobiography, and it was actually pretty fantastic. Like he talks about how old I mean, Dirty bastard had the best comic book collection out of all of them, and that was why he was cool, not because he smoked crack, killed people, and fucked whores. Like that was. <laughs> like and and it was funny because it mentions that he does that right. But the like the rest of the yes. guys in the crew didn't really think that was cool. But what was cool was they could come over and he always had new comic books. <laughs>
0: yeah, you have to check it out. Like they put like like they put some of his like the Wu Tang music in it, especially at the beginning. Right. The opening sequence is really cool. But the rest of the movie is a pretty. I mean, Batista's in it too, and oh. Russell Crowe, and fucking what? like 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 Lucy Lucy Liu is like, oh. in it. Like the people in Like and it should be cool. But like when you watch it, like it's not as cool as it should You're or like, could be. Because I don't think because I don't think RZA can direct for a shit.
1: So
0: right <laughs> or write shit. like a, write a movie. Like, yeah,
1: like, yeah. Well, I mean, at least he tried. We'll give him uh, props for trying. Go Rizzo.
0: And then there was a second director, he was just in it. And it was even worse.
1: Right. <laughs> and now the Shaw brothers themselves, they weren't actually movie directors either. They were just movie producers, right? Like they just like would pick the movies think... that were good.
0: Yeah, I think they just produced for sure. Let yeah. me look up this guy. The one guy I think maybe directed stuff? Run run shaw. Let me see what he if he was. His name's all over the place. Hmm.
1: Well, and I mean I just said that. No, yeah. they were just
0: no, yeah, they're just producers, basically.
1: Yeah, because whenever I was watching the credits, I was like, I always thought the Shaw Brothers were directors, but they're not. They just had an eye for talent for kung fu movies.
0: Yeah, they just wanted to make some kung fu movies. And what was the guy who directed? I think the guy who directed this one? Or the one who directed? That was one guy. I couldn't t- Their names are, like, I am such a terrible person.
1: That's all right. Being I like think this guy, person this, is awesome.
0: This guy, this guy who directed this uh, Shaolin directed a lot of good ones, and then this other guy. Oh man, that's fucking whatever. It's fun. So here's it here's the thing. <laughs> Do you remember
1: uh, way back when when we lived together? How we had a movie about Shaolin monks that was like more of a documentary than an actual kung fu movie, and it had them doing all kinds of crazy shit like. It had the one monk standing on one finger, like doing a handstand on one finger, and ah, what was that called? And I, it wasn't a Shaolin. It was barely a kung fu movie. It was really more just like this documentary that we had of Shaolin monks like doing all this crazy shit. No, but I remember going to La and they were one of the acts. Yes, <laughs> the
0: Shaolin yeah. Sha- yeah. monks. Were-
1: I remember that too, and they came out and kind of did a bunch of acrobatics and stuff, and it was like holy shit. He's
0: like, "Where's the cave?"
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm. I think, oh, I think they, was like, I think that was the Wu Tang. Was that the Wu Tang?
1: Uh, yes. Here? Yeah, that they were that there. Would make, that would make, that would make it sense. That would definitely make sense. Yeah, that the with Wu Tang was at Lollapalooza, and so were and monks. Um, I would like to stop this podcast to where we're at right now and say that Paul has sent a message to you that if Roman Reigns wins Summerslam. He is actually going to fly to California and kick the shit out of you. I don't know why he told me to tell you that, but he did.
0: Why? Why? I don't have anything I don't have any to do with the
1: booking. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I, I'm. I'm guessing that Paul's not a big Roman Reigns fan. I mean, I.
0: Yeah, I mean, I. I I, I enjoy him, but like this Dark thing is just fucking. It's it's so stupid. It's terrible. Yeah, it's just, so boring.
1: I just wish they could get a little bit better angles. They need to get a yeah. little gritty again.
0: I was fucking watching. I was just watching Raw before this, before we talked, and like uh, the Ronda Rousey stuff. I think she's fucking terrible. I don't know why everybody's seeing the season uh. her. She's terrible. She, her face, her face just looks like she's like having a stroke half the time. I don't understand what she's doing. They
1: need to make her a heel. She would be a very good heel because she was kind of a heel in in the MMA world and she did well at it. And so they need to just transfer all that heel energy to her. But I don't think that her ego is going to let it. And I guess that makes her a better heel.
0: I don't understand how she's the underdog when she's the baddest woman on the planet, quote unquote, and she can kill everybody basically. It's like, how is she the underdog? I don't understand.
1: And, yeah, and she came <laughs> into the WWE putting Triple H through a table. It's like you can't really sell yeah. underdog after that.
0: She came out the beginning of this one and like because because Jim Neidhart died, RIP yeah. and he was so
1: fucking died. And
0: wrestler. she gave she, she came out and like gave a speech about him. I was like, who the fuck are you? Like.
1: Yeah, Rod- and well, Get the
0: fuck out of here. Not
1: only that, but they, they, they brought her in, passing, like, oh, well, Roddy Rowdy Piper decided to pass the torch to me. Or, like, are you fucking kidding me? He was in They Live. Hey, sure? Did you ever see the movie They Live, Ronda <laughs> Rousey? Because you don't deserve to be in the fucking movie They Live. You just don't.
0: She's, she wears a fucking jacket of his. It's, like, it's huge. It's just, she looks like she's, like, 12 years old. Yeah. And just, like, I just think it's
1: just... Uh, I don't it's know. Just I usually mean, forward pass her stuff, let, too. Let, <laughs> her, let, her, let, her get, let her get her milk her. 15 minutes for as much as she can. She needs the paycheck. Ten years from now, she's probably going to really need the paycheck she got today.
0: Yeah, I don't think she's... I, I mean, as much as she talks about being like a huge wrestling fan, I don't think she's going to be in it very long.
1: No, and MMA stars have traditionally not lasted very long. They tried to make uh, Ken Shamrock have a run, if you remember, and he was kind of like, meh.
0: Yeah, he was yeah. super boring. Yeah. Wasn't Kenny Blackman, wasn't he one too? Uh, Steve
1: wasn't Blackman. was that guy like, like Death? A was, Steve Blackman. Yes, he kind of was. And I liked him. Just because he was really intense and like he wasn't a very good wrestler at all, but he was scary. Like he might just fucking kill you, like for real, if you look at him funny. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. I I guess I have to apologize to Paul for Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar because. <laughs> right.
1: I, I will tell him that when you know... I go out there and drunkenly yell at him some more. Um...
0: I, I feel like I feel like he's gonna win, but then. I hope somebody cashes in that fucking money in the bank.
1: Yeah,
0: Braun Strowman has it now, and like maybe Kevin Owens will win it and then like cash it in.
1: That would be awesome. I'm hoping
0: something like that. I'm hoping something like that happens.
1: I, I'm I'm a big Kevin Owens fan because he's like a fat guy and he's a dick, and somehow he still like wins or gets close enough.
0: Ambrose just came back. The lunatic.
1: I didn't. He just came back. And, okay, yeah. all the guys at work are talking about this, and I think mm-hmm. it's just a rumor, but it would be amazing, is they were saying that The Rock was going to come back and do a feud with Elias.
0: I think they talked they talk about that, God, pretty recently. I think he was supposed to do it at WrestleMania, I thought. Okay. But they, like, something didn't quite go
1: right, so, but... Oh, I've always I,
0: there's been rumors of that for a while.
1: That would be a fantastic feud. That would be a very good feud.
0: I think they're fucking burying that dude though, because I don't think he wins
1: at all ever. Elias, no, <laughs> yeah, he never wins. He <laughs> comes and puts everybody else over, and it's crazy because he's got the crowd so much more than anybody, because he's so much more of a heel than anybody.
0: And he's, actually like, a good wrestler, too. When he wrestles, he's, like, really good. Yeah,
1: but they very rarely actually put him in matches. He's not, like, like top-tier um, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles kind of deal. He's, But he's really entertaining and a good wrestler. It's like you should give him a push, you know?
0: I think he's fucking wrestling, like, Bobby Lashley now. Like, yeah. fuck that, dude.
1: Poor Bobby Lashley. God. Bobby Lashley's tried so <laughs> hard to find a gimmick, and he just never has found a gimmick.
0: He's terrible. God.
1: Yeah, and he, well, he's the guy who's he's a great in-ring talent, but he has no personality anywhere other than the ring.
0: Yeah, well, that's, well, that's the thing. Him and Roman Reigns actually had like some good matches, actually, but right. when they would get on the mic, you're just like, "Ah, oh, fuck this." God. Yeah, like
1: okay, <laughs> come on, put fu- put fucking. Like, Shinsuke on there, and he can't talk for shit either, but at least he's Japanese, so it's okay, you know?
0: Well, his, his gimmick is no-speak English, which is fantastic.
1: Right. great. <laughs>
0: and I kind of like, like uh,
1: <laughs> the Japanese chick, too, Asuka. Uh, Asuka, and Asuka it's cool yeah. Because she just comes out and slaughters English and doesn't care, because she's like, I'll fuck your language up and your pussy.
0: Too bad, like, they, they've, they like, fucking, she's lost, like, four times now, and I haven't seen her in, like, weeks now. No,
1: so. no, they had her as, like, this unbeatable force, and then she got beat, and then they were like, all right, we're gonna bury you.
0: Yeah, basically, we've been burying her ever since.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fucking awful. ridiculous. Oh, I wish they could do better.
0: Wish they could.
1: So, what <laughs> what movie shall we do for next week?
0: Shallin we do next week? Hmm. Shallin
1: we do next week. Cause I mean we don't don't uh, I was gonna try and make a good pun about Wudong. Dong as we know We don't know what to do, but it failed. <laughs> it failed. We don't wanna disappoint our five viewers.
0: <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Um I mean I don't know. We can do some modern stuff, maybe? We can do some modern stuff?
1: We should. I kind of want to... But see, unfortunately, I don't know how to get that. It's the big um, Chinese movie recently that they spent $100 million on, and it flopped, like, horribly. Nobody wants to see it. Like, do you I, know what I it's love, called? No. No. Mm. I, I'm sure a little bit of Googling I can find out, because I read an article about it, like, a week or two ago. Um, but yeah. I don't know how we would get, like, an in-theaters-in-China movie yeah, yeah. le- for next week, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> through nefarious means.
1: <laughs> Definitely <through laughs> the- Well, and it wouldn't even be fun, because it would be like a handy cam with some dude who doesn't speak English at all writing the subtitles after the fact. Um, and it would just make me mad. So, we'll think of something else. And I mean, we've already but- watched Modern John Woo. I don't know.
0: We're, 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 I think I think I found an article about it, it was garbage. China's most expensive movie becomes epic flop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the uh, quote
0: the quote is it was garbage. Yeah, yeah,
1: I know it was supposed to be really <laughs> terrible, and like that kind of made me want to see it a little bit, you know.
0: What's it called? It's called Asura.
1: Yeah, we had a hundred million dollars, yeah. and we couldn't save the script. So the producer called in Nicole Smith, but she'd been dead for 20 years. So they said, fuck it and put it out anyway. And it sucked. <laughs> at, <laughs> least, at
0: least they had the right idea to go to, straight to Ann Nicole Smith. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> at least they knew where to go. But unfortunately, they couldn't pay the dude to dig her up. So they were fucked.
0: Was well, he, uh,. For 113 million, like I mean, I feel like they could have like C- CGI'd her. Anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah, they could have resurrected her <laughs> digitally, and it would have been fine. But they said, "No, no, not today." What
0: is this movie? Who's this poor director?
1: Oh, wouldn't you hate to be that dude going in like on Monday after opening weekend and being like, "Well." <laughs>
0: I think word of mouth is gonna do well.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a cult classic. It's a sleeper hit. I swear to God.
0: It, it's one one user wrote, "My God, it's horrifying. It's just a magnificent pile of excrement." <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: we should we should we try and figure out how to watch this movie. We'll
0: we'll we'll get this one down, at, even if it's not this month. We'll we'll get this one somewhere. Yeah, at
1: some point. It. We will see this this freaking epic piece of $113 million trash.
0: If one of our five listeners is somehow connected to Hong Kong movies, uh, let us know.
1: Yeah, hook us up. Hook us up. <laughs> Preferably before we run out of beer, because this is probably going to be <laughs> one of the ones that we want to be wasted for.
0: Man. First installment of an epic trilogy. Wow. Wow. Oh. A inspired trilogy. by Tibetan, inspired by Tibetan Buddhist mythology.
1: All right. Nice. Well, at least it's uh, <laughs> sort of real.
0: But no, yeah, we'll, we'll find something. I guess newer. I guess this week.
1: Yeah, leave us a comment. Say, hey, fuckheads, watch this movie, and we'll watch it. We'll watch the fucking fucking hell out of it. Like so much watching of the movie that you request. Or maybe, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. We're probably
0: lying I usually ask, ask for a request, and I'm like, nah, I'm okay. Yeah. Never mind.
1: Never mind. <laughs> but who is considered, like, the Chinese Fellini? Like, the Chinese I don't know. I mean, the Japanese Fellini is definitely Kurosawa, right? And... North, Cursar, yeah. yeah, and the North Korean is Kim Jong-sung, like this is the grandfather. Definitely the Korean um, Fellini, but I don't know who the Chinese Fellini is. I don't know. I don't think he'd, he would make, be making Kung Fu movies, though. If he did. No, he's not that cool. Too pretentious for Kung Fu movies. <laughs> now, here's so. an image. What if if Fellini and Bergman... Had a kung fu fight, like who would win? Because I think Fellini would probably have crane style, and Bergman would have something weird like Manus. Like, like, what the fuck are you doing?
0: Fellini would have some sort of like, like Buddhist like drunk drunken master. I think because yeah. he's like a bigger dude too. Yeah, so I think he would. He would probably like have some sort of like weird drunken style. Right, he's Italian too. Mm.
1: Possibly. See, I was thinking for Drunken Master we'd go for David Lynch just, just cause I feel like he's closet drunk and he's trying to pretend like it's our lynch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, I'll take it back. I'll take it back. Fucking lost it, back. Power. it was amazing. Take it back. So yeah. All right. Anyway, um, next week we will yeah. be doing something just as epic as this, if not more epic.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we can fit in like more like another Shaw Brothers movies, I'm down with that as well. Cool. catch up on. Yeah. Catch up on Five Deadly Venoms, maybe. I
1: could maybe watch some Five Deadly Venoms. I've got a big stack of Kung Fu DVDs in a bag somewhere hidden. Nice. So. That should be
0: a bonus episode, you just reading those,
1: <laughs> yeah just reading the titles off yes. <laughs> yeah we'll do we'll definitely get to there. all, so, right. all right, see you guys next week.
0: maybe. <laughs>